0: Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Michael Zizas, Head of Public Policy and Municipal Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues, bring you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the intersection between U.S. public policy and financial markets. It's Wednesday, June 26th at 9 a.m. Eastern. One of the things I find fascinating about financial markets is that every trade represents a disagreement. The buyer of a stock is arguing they expect the price to go higher. The seller is expressing the opposite view. Disagreement and debate is what makes markets, and these disagreements are repeated countless times throughout the day with each trade, across asset classes and across the globe, painting a picture of the world's expectations on nearly every topic affecting humanity. So to be an investor is to pick a side in the key market debates of the day. It's unavoidable, as even the act of staying out of the markets when you have the ability to invest is implicitly expressing a view of the world. So what's the essential market debate today? In our view, it's about how the economy reacts to U.S.-China trade tensions. In one camp, there are plenty of investors that argue that trade escalations sound a lot scarier than they actually are. For example, levying 25% tariffs on $300 billion of imports from China amounts to only $75 billion of impact on a $20 trillion U.S. economy that just posted GDP growth above 3%. Additionally, the Fed's recent comments state that they stand at the ready to ease if need be, and that might be more powerful than $75 billion of new tariff costs. Sounds compelling, but we're in the other camp. It's true that the direct costs of new tariffs are relatively small, and we're not arguing that tariffs and protectionist barriers are inherently a bad thing, but we're concerned about the amplifying effects of tariffs on an economy that we thought was already showing signs of slowing. You might remember our argument about the downside of fiscal stimulus. It's the idea that the recent tax cut, done amidst a strong economic backdrop, didn't give the U.S. economy much bang for its buck, and maybe even brought forward the end of the cycle by building excesses in inventory and capital spending, which are now weakening corporate earnings and putting employment at risk. As we discussed last week, recent signs for this include falling commodity prices, a sharp decline in Americans dining out, and our own Morgan Stanley Business Conditions Index, showing the largest one-month drop in history, driven by declines in hiring, hiring plans, and capital spending plans among U.S. companies. While Fed easing would attempt to reverse these trends, more tariffs would accelerate them, in our view. They would further establish a pattern of protectionism across the world's largest economies, something that started with tariffs but is now continuing with non-tariff barriers. You've heard us talk about slobalization before, but it's through these barriers that this theme is playing out. Weaker business and consumer confidence should follow, multiplying the direct effect as companies spend less in the U.S., perhaps spend more outside the U.S. to diversify supply chains, and consumers on the margins purchase less. To borrow the words of our economics team, these are pervasive and nonlinear effects of fully escalated trade tensions. So what does it all mean for investors? Having clarified the debate, the investment recommendations become clearer. At a high level, we still like a healthy allocation of fixed income. Our colleagues see U.S. equities at the top of their range, not necessarily reflecting prevailing growth risks or further downside from trade tensions. Yet the skew of potential outcomes points towards an easier Fed, a favorable backdrop for bond returns. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the latest Thoughts on the Market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.